Biggie Smalls, uh, without further ado, I mean, after a small extended technical delay. I don't know about small, but yeah, extended and small are oxymorons, bro. You can't be using this in the same sentence. All right, well, it's been a long time either way, but the people have been asking me everywhere I go. I go to the shopping market. I go do my, you know, get some groceries. They were saying, when's the BLB coming back? That's all I keep hearing in the streets. So I said, you know what? It's time. The people wanted the BLB. We'll give them the BLB. Got to give the people what they want. We have to. So, um, you know, we've been a little busy. Not We're not excuses, guys. No excuses. But, you know, saving some lives, building the next big app. Um, we're going to change some things up in the format a little bit. We're going to try to hit the hottest topics in the street every week as much as possible. And as always, we'll do it though, every week. Yeah. We're going to deliver the bottom line. Today, we're going to be talking about one thing. We're done chasing after hundreds of things, The Bachelor, all these other garbage topics. We're talking about the finals. The NHL. Oh, the NHL. Yeah, NHL, you're going to have to take a back seat because the finals is the only thing that matters right now. So let's kick it off with the finals and get a little bit of NBA theme music in. All right, so let's start with topic one. We're going to go with the question and answer format. So, Ronak, let's just start with the first big thing. Golden State's up 2-0 right now. We're filming this on a Tuesday. They're up 2-0. They stomped Cleveland in the first two games. It wasn't even close. Uh, how do you feel as a Cleveland fan about this series? What are you, what are you thinking right now? Um, well, first of all, I'm very, very glad we won last year. Let's just make that clear. Um, I, I didn't ask listen, you about last year, bro. I asked you about this yo, series. But I have to justify because my feelings, if if we hadn't won it last year, it would have been a lot more disappointment. Um, but we did. And listen, man, it's hard to feel too sad when the other team is just so much better, man. It's just they're, they're amazing team. It's arguably one of the best. It's pro- it is the best team that I've ever actually whoa, seen whoa. play. It's the best team that I've seen play. Um, you know, this the this is not. I just don't think this is a good thing for the NBA. Um, but it is what it is. Um, you know, the series isn't over. It's two zero. Last year it was two zero. It definitely feels different this year. I'm not gonna lie. Um, obviously, there's a big seven foot monster who's maybe the second Zaza best player. Yeah, no, not Zaza. Uh, but there's another uh, monster from the DMV, actually, uh, who took his talents to the Bay, uh, who's pretty good. He's not bad, I think. Um, he adds a little bit of a difference uh, to the team. I mean, I guess when you replace Harrison Barnes with Kevin Durant, small upgrade. So I guess as, uh, as a Cleveland fan, I'm, I'm feeling um, 
I don't feel overly optimistic, um, but you know, uh, we won last year and we were in a similar situation. So let's just see. Let's see what happens in game three. We're obviously going to be huge underdogs, but LeBron as an underdog is something that, um, you know, can be a good thing. So we'll see. Yo, man, I, I don't understand this. How can the best player in the game, everybody says he's the best. Everybody says it's not even close. Everybody says he dominates. How can the best player in the game ever be considered an underdog? This doesn't make sense to me. I mean, as as a Cleveland fan, how are you guys looking at it and saying we're okay with losing? That just doesn't make any we're sense not. to me. Wait, that's what I'm hearing from you. No, I'm just saying I'm glad we won last year. I'm mean, we're not okay with losing. I mean, you sound like a defeated man. I, I listen. I sound like a guy who sees one of the best teams I've ever seen play. I mean, this is the opposition is amazing. Uh, but you know, we'll see. The we'll best see. teams to ever play always have the best player on their team. Period. Okay, if you think about back in the Lakers, the Celtics, it was Magic and Bird. When you think about Jordan, Jordan was never not favored to win. Exactly, but that he just was always the, the best how... on the court. It wasn't even right. close. So right. if but I was that... a Cleveland fan right now, I would be pissed. LeBron has what? failed me. Listen, LeBron listen, has they... failed. Listen, okay? he hasn't, he hasn't failed. carried his team. Calm down. Two games, he is failing. There's no other right. way to look at it. Calm down. The There's a reason. Doing well. Look at Vegas. Look at what are the what are the odds before the season? ESPN had a 91 percent chance, I think, that the that the Warriors going to win. Listen, that just shows you how good the opposition is when we do have the best player. So no, what does that say? The, that says the best player is not that much better than everybody else on the court. But he's still the best player. And I mean, they such have favored. three of the top 20. Okay, you can't keep changing your argument. All of a sudden, Kevin loves three of the top 20. Yeah, he's three we'll of the see. top 20. Kyrie's a good player. You know what? If you have the best player on the court, you should be the favorite every single game. But I'm saying the fact that we're not just shows that how good the opposition is because we do have the best player. Uh, Anyways, we'll see. Let's wait till game three. This series isn't over. It might be over, but we'll see. Anyways, um, listen, as uh, NBA uh, uh, you know, coaches from our, uh, from our sofas, uh, what changes do you I'm think? Sofas, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm out there. Yeah. Well, what changes do we uh, do you think that the Cleveland can make aside from you know just kind of just kind of praying? <laughs> praying is a good strategy right now because Tyloo doesn't seem to be interested in doing much. He just <laughs> announced today that J.R. Smith is going to stay in the starting lineup even though he cannot hit a shot, which is unreal to me. Yes. I don't stick with your guys. It. Stick with your guys. Yeah. Well, there's a couple things that I think they need to start doing. Number one is they need to stop trying to play the Warriors game. They're not going to be able to outrun them and outgun them and outshoot them from three. They need to play to their strengths in this series. And right now their strengths are LeBron, Tristan Thompson, and Kevin Love. I know Tristan Thompson has played terrible, but you need to go big and you need to try to dictate the matchups. Okay, Force feed the ball down low to these guys and punish. I mean, they punished uh, Curry last year. Every time he got hit on a screen, he was getting killed. So rough them up on the pick and rolls. That's kind of the second thing they need to do. And the third big piece that they need to start to think about is go at Steph Curry. I mean, we've all been talking about Kevin Durant and how great he is. Curry had a triple-double last game. That was that was unreal. And he's the smallest guy on the court. He had more rebounds than Tristan Thompson. It's unreal that he's able to do that. And that's because he's listen, not getting roughed up. Listen, that's easier said than done. When you see what Steph is doing, what, you know, they made adjustments from last year. So what they do now, if you look at it, usually what happened last year is they find the dude who was guarding uh, Steph Curry and they— and that person would set a pick. Yeah, but now this year, if you look at it, they switch it before. As soon as, like, Tristan Thompson, they usually put him on JR. As soon as JR is coming up, they switch the pick before. So Steph is already on LeBron halfway through. So then when they actually do switch the pick, he's right back on his original guy. On top of that, like I said before, there's a new animal 
it's Kevin Durant. I mean, they switched Harrison Barnes. The whole strategy was last year, let's let Harrison Barnes take all the shots, the open, wide open threes, because you can't cover everybody. You're going to have to yeah, give a wide open You're talking threes. about D. I'm even talking about on offense. They're trying to run up and down the court. Yeah, it's terrible. Like they're yeah. the Globetrotters I mean, or something. It doesn't make any sense. I agree. Actually, I don't understand. Uh, today, I just read that Tyron Lewis said that he's going to go back to the same strategies. They, LeBron said the same thing. He's like, we run, we play fast. I don't understand it uh, because you're not going to beat this team going up and down the court. Um, I don't get it. Make any sense? Go I a really... little bit bigger. Dominate the boards. Get Kyrie involved and force feed Kevin Love. For what it's worth, Kevin Love's had a pretty good series so far. He's yeah, averaging he's been... some good numbers. He's been fine. The, a few problems with that. I don't. First of all, you, I don't think you can play Tristan Thompson and Kevin Love together because the the, the re, you have to cover two of those guys. Will have to cover you know one of their big four, and there's no one to cover. You know who's going to cover? Yeah, but uh, they have to cover you on the other side too. Yeah, but it's easier for them. Kevin Durant's been really good on defense. I mean, he can cover Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson's an offensive player. Yeah, but he he's, should he, be able to dominate him on the glass. Even if he can cover yeah. him, he should be getting offensive rebounds and resetting the clock. Every I'm not sure if time. that's a strategy. I really don't know. To be honest, I think they have to slow it down. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like that's what they are going to do. And uh, that's going to be tough because, you know, going up and down the court with the Golden State Warriors is, is just not <laughs> a good idea. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again with the same results. And Yo, but that is what that. we're saying. Listen, Adam Silver, you don't want it to go 16-0. and 0. Yo, get Tim Donahue on the line, man. Get him on line one. We that might be another strategy. We need to get a Sacramento Kings, Los Angeles Lakers type of uh, refereeing uh, from back in the day. Yeah. Well, so, all right. Let's, uh, let's move on to the next topic here. Um, I'm going to play a clip for the people. So LeBron had an interesting set of comments after game two. He got a little testy with a reporter who asked him some questions about if they needed to defend home court. Uh, so here's the clip. LeBron, you supposed to case where you guys need to defend home court this morning? Uh, well, I mean, are you a smart guy? I think so. You think so, right? So if we don't defend home court, what happens? Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm asking you. Well, yeah, you All right. So the answer to your question. So, uh, Ronick, you just heard what LeBron had to say. What, uh, what are your thoughts, dude? Is this a big deal, the way he's reacting? No deal? Seemed like he was pissed off at this guy. Of course he should be pissed off, dude. This is the stupidest interview. This is the stupidest question I've ever heard in my life. They're down 2-0, and the guy's asking, well, you know, how, do you think you need to win the next two games to protect home court? What do you think? I mean, he's right. First of all, you know, he's not used to losing. I hate these post-game questions anyways. They're so stupid. They're all the same thing. They're, they're never anything uh, different about him. It's the same BS. And you can't love, you know, the, we all love Greg Popovich when he acts all pissy and snarky or Bill Belichick. Uh, when you Nobody ask him, loves Bill Belichick. That's just yeah, well, All right. Well, everyone loves Greg Popovich when he does the same exact thing. Uh, and, you know, he's, he's a jerk uh, to these reporters. But every, it's all cute when he does it. Listen, this guy just came off a tough loss, um, and you're going to ask him just, a, just such an academic question like that. Of course he's going to get pissed. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I don't think it matters. It's not impacting. So it's no deal? No, it's no deal, man. What, what Are we starting the LeBron's going to another team rumors now? Is that uh, is that what people are saying because he's acting, you know, testy? No, I don't think it's that. I mean, I think people are just looking at it, and they're seeing a beaten man, a guy who's just you know, he's getting frustrated with simple questions that they get in every single post-game interview. These dumb questions come up all the time. And I agree. It was a dumb question. Like, oh, LeBron, you've lost two games. Do you need to win at least one of the next two? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah of course. On. Season ends otherwise. This is the dumbest yeah. question ever. But, I mean, what what is he supposed to expect? He's not, it's not his first year in the league. It's not the first time he's ever been asked these types of ridiculous questions. He refused to go to the podium, wanted to do it at his locker. 
he was asked questions legitimately about his uh, his basically his health or essentially his stamina in, in the game, and he said, "Oh, I, you know, I don't have any issues with that. I'm just going to drink food." Listen, and wine. let me tell you something. Let me educate the people. When you're a great athlete, like me and LeBron are. Sometimes when we don't perform our best, other people are going to, you know, they're going to ask us these questions. What's going on? Hey, sometimes we just are, you know, we're a little winded. It happens. Yeah. I know it's rare. Great, great athlete. I, I don't, listen, I don't know when I'm beating you in that. basketball, you know, sometimes every now and then, yeah. you, you know, a, a blind squirrel might catch an acorn every now and then. Yeah. So it happens. I think um, dreaming, dude. But it doesn't mean we need to harp on it. All right. So it happens. It, you know, he had a bad game. He was a little tired. He was gas, man. And this dude has to do everything right now. He's guarding Kevin Durant. He's he's the main the the offense. He's the only guy performing uh, on offense, uh, you know, for the Cavs. So yeah, he got a little testy. Who cares? No big deal. I mean, let's see, man. Let's see, man. It's all indicative of what's going on with their current situation. I see a team that's frustrated. I see a team with no answers. And I yeah. think we're close to seeing a team that's about to give up and just all right, say, "Hey, well, we're we're done." Well, let's we'll pack it in. I mean, I guess they get to go home. Let's see what happens when they get home. But uh, it certainly doesn't look good. It doesn't look like last year when they were down 0-2, where you felt well, like they may have a chance. Listen, the reason why it's not like last year is because Kevin Durant's on the team. So with that, <laughs> you let's can't go keep to going next with him. Yeah, well, let's go with that. Uh, let's go to our next question. You know, we all kind of talked about this when it happened. Kevin Durant on the move to the Warriors. Um, what's your thoughts on this, man? Is it unfair? Was it inbounds? I mean, he's arguably, you can make a case, Paul Pierce made the case, he's the best player in the game. And he just shifted to a team that won 73 wins last year, and they beat them, you know, um, after they were up 3-1. And what's your thoughts on this? Yeah, uh, my thoughts are, this is all LeBron James is doing. Okay. 150%. Okay, when he made the decision to go to Miami, and decide to team up with D. Wade and Chris Bosh, he basically opened the door and said, hey, it's okay for you to join forces with somebody else and basically just win a championship. doesn't matter who else is on your team. Um, and like, like LeBron, I think KD has given up his chance to be considered the greatest ever. All right? Part of the thing that happens when you become the GOAT is people get to see your struggles. All right? What makes Jordan great is the fact that he has six rings, but also people saw him go from basically overcoming and triumphing to become something. He had to go over the bad boy Pistons. He had to go through the Celtics. He had to go ahead and beat up on teams like the Blazers, uh, the Utah Jazz, who also had great players. But everybody saw him struggle and go right, through, especially fine. in the early years. Hold so, up, hold up. Let me just let me let me just ask something here. What LeBron did, he didn't go to a seventy three win team. Okay. He didn't go to the well, team that he went beat to him. the third best shooting guard in the world yeah. and probably the fifth okay. best center in the world at the time. How is that first not of all, a great team? First of all, but they didn't win 73 wins, and they didn't beat him last year, okay? This team beat him after they were up 3-1. You know, they couldn't – He, it wasn't a way – it wasn't a Miami Heat versus Cleveland Cavaliers. What difference does it make? Ray Allen went there the after difference. he lost in Boston. After he was over the peak, man, but this is a guy in his prime going to the team that just beat him after they were, what, maybe a quarter away? Maybe Clay Thompson just going off in the fourth quarter of game six? If they don't do that, this argument never happens. And because of that, a team that won 73 wins and almost won the title? You could make the same argument about uh, LeBron, dude. He kept getting beat by Boston, and he just gave up. He He didn't go to Boston. Instead of joining with Boston, he joined with another team. 
where he listen, was better friends care. and honestly better players than what they had in Boston. Listen, I don't care that he left, man. That's fine. It's just it's just the team you go to. LeBron left. I first of all, I I also you know that was a bit of a weak move, but he at least he didn't go to a team that directly just beat him in the conference finals a year he before. He went to a team with arguably the best shooting guard in the league at the time. Okay, but you know I don't care that you go to a team with good players. You have to win. You everyone keeps talking about Michael. Did he have you know Scottie Pippen was there. Yeah. So what, we're just going to forget about, uh, you Nobody's know, forgetting about it. Nobody's forgetting well, we about it, but they it. struggled together and they found a way to win together. Well, we'll see, man. I'm just saying what KD did was a soft, soft move. Um, they didn't need him. They probably could have even won the title without hey. him. They were just, as everyone keeps saying, they were a punch in the balls away from winning it last year. If, they, so, if, if it's a soft move, it's due to one person and one person only, LeBron James. There's nobody else that should have that's been. That's not fair. That, that's, that's there. So it's, it's his fault. Anyway, let's uh, let's go ahead and move on, and we'll talk a little bit about um, this team. And you know, you mentioned seven three and nine last year. You mentioned the fact that uh, they have KD as well now. Um, so let's talk about the Warriors, dude. Do you think that uh, this could be the greatest team of all time? Uh, at least it looks like it to me, man. I've never seen a team that's been better than this. Um, they're unstoppable on offense, and what makes them so great is their defense is so ridiculous. They have the ability to switch on everything. One through four, they are as good as any team I've ever seen. Um, you know, and they're top. They have two of the maybe the top four, top five, top you know dudes right now. Clay Thompson, probably the best two-way shooting guard in the game. And you got Draymond Green, who's the ultimate X factor. You know, no one is like Draymond Green. He's he's amazing. He plays. Yeah, because he doesn't have to go up against Shaq. Put, a, yeah, put Draymond that, Green up against Shaq. Tell me how that ends up. But there's no centers. It's the way the game's been playing right now where he doesn't need, you know, the from what the game is playing right now, they are maximized it. You know, yeah. I've never so, seen So the question is, are they the greatest team of all time? Not are they the greatest team right now. Who's that better? Is, who's, that is an who, obvious statement. Listen, the, 90, the 95-96 Bulls was, was a great team. Don't get me wrong. But they didn't have this type of talent, okay? Okay. They, they only had they the best had player Jordan, of all time. Had, the best player had, of all time. Yeah. Scottie Pippen, the best two-way okay. player of all time. Okay. okay. Best defender. Scottie Pippen was Kevin Durant before there was a Kevin he Durant. He couldn't score like okay. Kevin Durant. He, he couldn't he, score like He him. can't hit Don't a three like him. him, but he'll lock him down. He was Kevin he Durant and Draymond like Green Durant, in though. one person. He was yeah. Kevin Durant and Draymond Green in one person. Okay. He was a great and they had Dennis Rodman, who was considered one of the best defenders and probably the best rebounder of all time. Okay. okay. That's three. That top three definitely top shits three. on this top three. Okay. This is a top four. Okay. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Those top three will shut this team down. And 72 that wins, 10 losses. And let's not forget, it's not LeBron and KD where you're like, oh, LeBron is the – or KD is the best player in the series right now. That's unequivocal. There has never been a series where you have said somebody has played better than Jordan, period. Okay? Yeah, because period. that speaks he to the is era. The best. To no, the... he is the best of all time, and nobody has ever beaten. Can I tell okay? you something? Who – to name me a team that the Bulls beat in the finals that you look at and say that that were that amazing, that that would actually compete for a title that's, right That's the whole point, though. He was so good that you never gave consideration to anybody else. Everybody always talks about how great these teams are, but the fact that Jordan was so good, nobody even had a chance, and he always had a target on his back. It wasn't LeBron where, you know, it was just him, and people felt sorry for him when he got swept by the San Antonio Spurs, and then he won a couple in Miami with Wade and Bosh. Like, it was all on Jordan. He always had a target on his back, and he never let it bother him. And that's the type yeah. of determination that, I mean, you've heard Steve Kerr say it himself. They were nights where he just willed his team to win. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't. It's hard to argue. Obviously, it's Michael Jordan. Um, but I'm just saying, man, this team, the era that they're playing in right now, they're playing amazing. It's a, it's a great team that uh, spaces the floor so brilliantly. They play great defense. Um, you know, they're a force, and uh, they won 73 wins last year. So Look, they're a great team. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that they're the best of all time. I, they're definitely not the best of all time. I'll take that back. They're definitely not the best of all time. They could potentially be in the top three or four. I could definitely see the argument. Um, around there but I think some of those Lakers teams from the early 2000s with Kobe and Shaq uh, Derek Fisher a bunch of great players are up there as well Um, there's a lot of great teams and this team would struggle against a lot of teams from past eras listen you you know it is what it is but bottom line is they're 12 and 0 in the playoffs so or actually they're 14 and 0 14 and 0 no one has done it so um, well, we beat around the bush a lot, so I think we need to just get to the topic that uh, we keep hearing on all these sports talks and everything Listen, I mean, okay, first let me ask you the question because you, you are, uh, you know, uh, absolutely a LeBron hater. Um, I'm not a hater. One of, I'm a realist. You are a hater. I'm a, a LeBron realist. Hater. I'm a realist. He's a great player. I hate asking this question because I don't even say – I know what the answer is, but I'll ask it anyways because I feel like that's what everyone does. Jordan versus LBJ, who's the best? Listen, this, it's, I'm this is not a question. I, I can't even answer this. It's this is not Jordan. a question. It, it, it's, it's not even a question. Until – let me put it this way. Until you can definitively say that you are better than the incumbent, you are not better than the incumbent, no matter what the hell it is that we're talking about, okay? You can keep coming up with all these things around this and that, but, I mean, I think we just talked about it. Jordan was always the best player on the court, and he always made sure that it was known that he was the best player on the court every single night, and he played that way. You could make the argument over the first two games that KD has been better than LeBron. You could legitimately make that argument. Yeah. And say, well, you know, he's been... You could even maybe throw up the argument for Steph Curry. No. Okay. All right. Well, For anyways, the first listen. two games? For the listen, first two listen. games. You couldn't say well, that. Well, two, you can pick any two sample sizes for any any game that I'm sure even Michael right. played. Well, let's, oh, let's just games. put it this way. Let's just put it this way. Jordan was never not favored in any game that he was basically playing in. Any big game that mattered, he was always the favorite. The target was always on his back, and he always came out on top. And you can say he didn't play great teams. He didn't do this. He didn't do that. They still played basketball back then. He still had to go up against great players who were in the Hall of Fame, in the top 10, the top 20. I mean, they're all there. And he dominated all those games. So right. it's it's a ridiculous argument and one that I cannot take seriously. Listen, it's an, first of all, I don't really think anyone even believes that it's LeBron right now. Clearly, what people try to people no, who sit there people and say, because they this need happens, to... and then that happens, and then Yeah, this. well, because well, people need something what? to talk if about. If I grow to seven feet tall, I could be Yao Ming. No, well, yeah, that's, that's something, I guess. But listen... It's Michael Jordan. Let's let's get that out of the way. He's the best player this generation. I mean, he's the best player of all time. All time. Okay. Lesson. Now, what the point is that people, what I don't understand is how can you compare a guy whose career is over versus a guy who's, who's as we can see, is in his peak. You can't say he's on the downslope yet because he hasn't shown it. He's been to seven straight finals, okay? He's in his peak right now. You, It's not fair for LeBron to compare him to someone who finished his career. We know what he ends up with. We don't know what LeBron ends up with. Listen, I'm not saying that, the, of course, they're you know less likely to win it this year. But what if he does win it this year? Then what? Then we're all going to retract and then, and well, then it, when, it's closer? When, when we get to that point, then we right. can deal but with it But that's the point. But I don't want to deal with so it you until can't then. Compare it. We can't compare Michael Jordan to LeBron James right now. It is Michael Jordan. I don't think anyone's probably going to top him ever. But LeBron isn't he's number two right now. I think most people would agree that he's him and Kobe and you know there's a there's a couple players in there, but I mean, look, the way LeBron, the trajectory is going, he's gonna end up as a number two greatest player of all time. And that's really not that bad, I think. He's 
the most gifted player in the history of the world. There's no doubt about that. He has been given the most physical talent, the most intelligence, every piece of it. But there was a certain will in a way that basically Jordan, and I would say to some extent Kobe have played, that bought them to their greatness. And I think that's yeah. what brings people to those guys. Listen, that that's they, fine. they were endowed with some physical abilities, but it wasn't all physical ability. And they had to reinvent their game as they got older. LeBron is 32, and he hasn't really reinvented his game that much. Because he hasn't had to. I mean, to. He, has, he, yeah, hasn't he hasn't had to, to for what it's worth. That's fair. So we'll see. But I just want to say one last thing is, Everyone who wants to hate on LeBron, there's, I know, there's a ton of LeBron haters. I'm not even, you know, he left my team, so I'm just, I'm just a fan of the team he plays for. Just appreciate the greatness, man. Stop comparing him always. Stop <laughs> complaining about everything he does. He's a great player. There's not too many of these type of guys, man. There's a few, they're few and far in between. Just appreciate it. That's all. Yeah, well, everybody appreciates it, but he's going to lose, so it's not looking good. <laughs> but uh, let's, uh, let's move on here to the next topic here. Um, which really has to do with these finals. And, I mean, my big question for you is the Warriors and the Cavs steamrolled the playoffs and the regular season, quite honestly. Um, you know, the Cavs kind of took it easy for some parts. That's how they ended up with the second seed. Uh, but is the NBA just boring right now? Because it's really two teams and nobody else. And you couldn't make the argument it's not even two teams. It's really one team. <laughs> Listen, man, I mean, well, you know, we talked about it already. You know why. I mean, it, this this season could have been good. I mean, last year it was set up. You know, we, we had an OKC versus Golden State series that went down to the wire. You know, it brought out the best in these players. It brought, brought out the best in Klay Thompson. You know, game six, he went out. He erupted in that fourth quarter, man. And, you know, the Warriors haven't even been tested because it's not even – it's not comparable. They're so much better than everyone in the West. Um, yeah, sure, I would have liked to have seen Kawhi play. It would have been nice. But come on, I don't think any of us really think that they would have beaten them. This team is just too good. Uh, on the East, there's – you know, I don't think the Cavs are actually like that amazing or anything like that. There was just no competition. You know, if we look at it, we're, we're talking about Boston. Cleveland, I guess, Without guarantee, Isaiah Thomas. You know, even with Isaiah Thomas, no one was afraid of – You know, LeBron even said it. He basically threw the number one seed. He's like, yeah, we don't need it. We're just going to rest because we'll go in there and we'll kill him. I yeah, mean, Boston was never a threat. Um, you know, Washington had their ups. But, I mean, no one really took – at least everyone in Cleveland, no one really took them seriously either. You know, this the East is weak. The West was going to be dominated. This is not good for the NBA. This is not good. There has well, to be why a little isn't bit it good? Of, when you looked at listen, Boston Celtics, because, uh, Celtics because, and Lakers back in the 80s, no, but, that's considered listen, the heyday. Yeah, but I wasn't there in the 80s. I don't remember it being <laughs> this bad. All right, so I don't know. But I'm just saying from what I see, from what about all these other fan bases? It's, there was almost no reason to play. We know what's going to happen. We know who's going to be in the finals. Now it's three years in a row. And honestly, I don't see anything changing in the next year or two. I mean, unless the Spurs I mean, get Anthony Clay Davis. Might leave. You could see yeah, Chris Paul going Durant's to the Spurs. Leave. Who said? Yeah, I don't see. No, not so him. That's not going to do anything. Clay might leave. Thompson. Yeah, I don't know, man. Let's see what Chris Paul going to the Spurs. What's that going to do? It might make it closer, but it's still really. I just don't see any team on the horizon. This is not good. And you know what they messed up on? They messed up when they made the salary cap adjustment that they should have smoothed it over. They made it all at once, and it allowed a great team to become amazing. And it allowed KD to go to the the Warriors, and it's a mistake. Uh, I mean, I guess I will say I agree with you that the playoffs and regular season, for this matter, are super boring and super meaningless. Um, I mean, we'll take my team, the Wizards, for example. People were excited to make the Eastern Conference Finals, but nobody had they were any, booking finals. any chance. They knew they had no chance. Nobody cared. They were just like, oh, we'll deal with just being third, fourth, fifth best, which is ridiculous. No professional team should ever be okay with just being third, fourth, fifth best. And I think the big thing is, is like, it's great to have – a villain and a hero like the lebron versus warriors but if the villain is just so much better than the hero it's not really gonna work 
and the hero triumphs at the end of every single movie. At the end of Batman, he wins. It's never Joker. So well, the fact that this movie is going to end with basically the the superpower villain team just winning is unreal. Yeah, I mean, and usually, you know, I remember when LeBron went the first year, they didn't win it, the Mavericks. Remember how fun that was? Oh, Everyone was rooting against them. It was awesome. At least it, you know, brought out excitement. So this year, there is no excitement because we all know that the Warriors, unless, of course, something you know. Something gets hurt or something. Yeah, unless something, some crazy change happens, which, who knows, very less likely. But we already know what's going to happen. Um, and, you know, I don't know. I mean, I wonder what Russell Westbrook thinks, man. Because uh, <laughs> I don't think he's watching. Or he can't be happy. From what yeah, I actually, he's, yeah, he's probably not even watching. But I don't know. Ultimately, I don't think this is good. I think the ratings are going to drop next year too, man. Everyone knows what's going to happen if all these guys resign. It, there's no point. What's the point of watching a regular season when you know the the end result? Yeah. Well, uh, let's uh, let's move on to kind of the last step in the show today. Like we promised, a much shorter show. Uh, it's 2-0, Golden State. There's a game on Wednesday at 9 p.m. on ABC. I should work for ESPN, man. I'm promoting stuff. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, man? What is the uh, finals prediction? Four games, five games, oh, six games, man. seven? Listen, man, as a as a homer, uh, as someone who's act- actively rooting for one of the teams, it's going to be tough, man. I just don't see it happening for us this year. I'm glad we won it last year. Um, I just don't see we – have we don't have the horses, man. We just don't have the horses to compete. Um I mean, it's going to take a otherworldly performance from LeBron and Kyrie. What about Love? I don't Love? see it. Uh, I, I don't think Kevin Love's, I think, is an ancillary part, to be honest. I think it's going to be LeBron and Kyrie. They're going to have to go for, like, 40 each. And I don't even think that's going to do it because they're off. I don't think we can stop them. I don't think it's offense is the issue. We scored enough points to win. It's the defense. We just can't stop them. We had a bad defensive team all year, actually. Maybe it's the curse of Khloe Kardashian. Who knows, man? What does Khloe um, Kardashian have to do with this? Listen. Tristan Thompson, you know, he's been a shell of himself. Uh, it's the what? curse. He's dating her now? I thought oh she was dating God, Lamar. You don't know anything. I've been dating. Jesus, dude, you are three years late. Um, anyways, um, but I think ultimately uh, we're going to blame Kevin Durant for this. So what's so. your prediction? How many games? I, I'm going to – I hate saying this, but I think we might get swept. I don't think it's going back to the Bay. Uh, maybe five max. But we'll see, man. If they pull out one, we're going to hear a lot of that 3-1 chatter from last year. You know, just – I All can right, see that going back to game, game five. four instead of game three? If they go 2-2 two, two back, you know, I'll be all in again. No, 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 no. Not 2-2 two, two back. What if they go back 3-1, but they only win game four, not game three? Well, listen, I mean, um, the 3-1 chatter will, will start again, um, but we'll it looks less likely. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, uh, there's not much to say, dude. It's going to be a sweep. Average margin yeah. of victory will be at least 8 points, maybe 15. Um, and, you know, people will start throwing up their garbage about how this team might be better than the Bulls, which is ridiculous. Um, and that'll be that, and we'll move on and start talking about the sports that people talk about in the summer. I guess, like yeah. baseball, which will be unfortunate yeah. and boring. Yeah. Well, what about hey? What about this? What if the Warriors win and then Kevin Durant goes back home to the DMV? Yeah. Can you start the movement? That's can, not can all start the movement to the DMV. Why not? Because Durant's have his happy. He ain't coming home. He Go win one at home, man. Home. Go win coming. one at home. We got a better chance of getting Cousins or Paul George uh, than getting than getting him. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, anyways, that's the end of our show today. I uh, hope you guys liked it. Um, uh, you know, we're gonna do some tinkering. We'll add some segments as we go. Um, but of course, yeah. email us at the BLB podcast at gmail.com for any suggestions, any sponsors. Uh, we're always open. Uh, we'll sponsor Coke and Pepsi. It doesn't matter. Just, ESPN, just no. Fox Sports, anybody, yeah, any Skip Bills. You need Both? a couple of new, uh, couple of new things. You can welcome on the show. 
Anytime. Yeah, you're welcome. We'll debate you. Yeah. Uh, but that's all we got. Yeah. Um, thanks for tuning oh. in to the BLB. We'll see you again. All right. Thanks, y'all. About 102, it's a Saturday and Biggie ain't got nothing to do. Uh, I'm interrupted by a phone ring. Sometimes I wish I never got the motherfucking thing. Hello, hello, can I speak to Biggie? Yo, who this? Tanisha, yo, call back, I'm busy.